0: You've got ideas, you've got ambition, you've got no time, or so you think. I'm Marissa Lonick, and I help busy moms with big dreams and no time. Join me each week as I dive into time management strategies, goal setting and achieving framework, and inspiring guests who are juggling mom life, work life, fill in the blank life. Dreams don't work unless you do, and just because you're a mom doesn't mean you can't still make it happen. Whatever it means to you. Welcome to the Mama Work It podcast. Hello, 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 mama friends. Marissa Luna here. Time momager, biz momager, mama for wife entrepreneur, speaker coach and your bestie. In this virtual podcast world, we're in. Okay, hello. I'm excited. I'm recording today's episode on a Monday, which is almost my favorite day of the week. Let me explain. For obvious reasons, Friday, or Friay, as I should say, is my absolute favorite day of the week. Why? Because I love ending a week of productivity. I love the anticipation of fun and relaxation and family time ahead of me. I love a good cocktail or pizza night or dessert, and I'm probably indulging in one of these things on a Friday. You get me. But I also love Monday. Now, this wasn't always the case for me, okay? When I was a corporate executive commuting to San Francisco from the East Bay or commuting to New Jersey from New York... I didn't really love a Monday. I didn't love the fact that I was gearing up for lots of hours away from my family. I didn't love the fact that I wasn't totally in charge of my time and schedule. I didn't love the fact that I had to cram a lot of stuff into the two hours I had each evening after a long day when I wasn't necessarily feeling like my best self and i really didn't love that i had to do this for four more days ahead but now i like love me a monday and here's why it's a fresh start i love turning a new page in my journal i love starting a new book i love and have always loved the beginning of the school year i know that's kind of nerdy but i did i love wearing a new outfit i love a fresh start and monday in my opinion Is always a fresh start. Why else do I love a Monday? I love what I do. I love my work and the gratitude I feel that I get to spend about 25 hours over the next five days doing this type of work. And it makes me so freaking happy. Like I am just so damn excited to come to work every day. I am excited to support women the way I do. On a regular basis, I'm excited to speak on stages, publish new podcast episodes, write more pages for my book, even redesign my website, which is what I've been up to, by the way, behind the scenes here lately. Okay, finally, finally, reason why I love Monday I love that I'm able to create the life I want by simply making decisions on how I spend my time and how I structure my schedule. That's it. Time management is the crux of being able to live a life you love, a life where you're excited to wake up in the morning, a life where Mondays become your second most favorite day of the week. Literally, it is the reason why I can absolutely be head over heels in love with a Monday. okay, you know, this morning, my son woke up before I woke him up, which is like always a win here, right? Especially on a Monday, it's tough waking up kids in the morning sometimes. So I'm in the bathroom, I'm getting ready. He knocks on the door and he goes, mom, is it spring break? And I said, no, (laughs) spring break starts next week. And he was like, so disappointed. Uh, about that. He was so disappointed that it wasn't spring break yet. And then he was even more disappointed when he thought about the fact that today is Monday. So he got into my bed. He spent another like 10 minutes snuggled under the covers, talking to me about all the reasons why he doesn't like Mondays. This was heartbreaking coming from someone who loves Mondays, right? Now I get it. Mondays can suck. Like I have been there. I told you I wasn't always a fan of Mondays. And when you're eight and you can't be in charge of what you get to do all day, Mondays can really suck. But here's the thing, whether you're eight or you're 38, you get to decide to some degree how you manage your time and whether or not you strongly dislike Mondays or embrace them with all you have. And once again, It comes down to how you manage your time. So, just like any other time management advice that I like to give to my clients, it is no different here. All right. Are you intrigued? Are you perplexed? Are you ready to hear it? All right, here it is. You need to prioritize what matters and forget what doesn't. That's it. Prioritize what matters forget what doesn't. That's it. So how do you know if you're prioritizing what matters? How do you know if you're using your time effectively? How do you know if you're in a place where you genuinely are living in your core values, like living your best life? We'll answer this question. How do you feel about Mondays? How do you feel about any day at that? Okay, so I told you this is about time management. That is the root of all of it. And when I say this, I don't mean spreadsheets and planners and rigid ways to run your schedule. Like, hi, if you're new around here, I teach time management, which is basically leveling up your time management in a mom's world. Okay, you, my dear friend, you are likely already doing great at managing everything for everyone, whether you believe it or not. The problem is likely rooted in your inability to include yourself in that plan. And that is what we're going to talk about as we dissect our priorities today. So first off, what are your priorities? Do you know what they are? I want you to list them out, write down what exactly is important to you. Okay, so if you want to pause the episode right now and do this exercise, go ahead. If you want to just keep listening and do it after the episode, that's fine too. Whatever works for you. Now, I'm going to imagine your list is going to go something like this. My health, my family, my relationship with my spouse or my partner, if that's applicable. My work, my goals, my friendships, my home. Now, before we dive into the rest of this exercise, I want to make sure you understand the importance of your health and why it must be on this list, if not the first thing on this list. And in order to tell you about this, I'm going to share a quick story with you about why this became my most important priority and why it should be yours too, above everyone and everything in your life. Okay, here we go. Years ago, I went to a woman's circle led by an incredible female therapist. Okay, she is a former yoga instructor. She's this super Zen mother, an inspirational human, and she's just a downright knockout physically. Okay, basically, she has goals. And I'm here for everything this woman has to say. So she asked everyone in the group to write down their values, their core values. Everyone did, and a few minutes later, we were asked to share. So there were so many beautiful words revealed, any of them which you could easily argue are important and probably should be on top of the priority list in anyone's life, okay? Yet no one, not one person listed their health as a core value, literally no one. So the leader stops once we'd all had our turn to share, and she challenged us about this. And we were all really confused. Okay, well, yes, of course health is important, but is it more important than patience? Is it more important than generosity? Is it more important than ambition? I don't know. And then she said something I will never forget. She said, if your health is not your number one value and in this case, I'm going to say your number one priority, you can't be any of those things to their full potential. Talk about a mind-blowing moment, okay? Think about it. If you want to be a patient mother, you need to feel your best. If you want to spend time volunteering and helping others, you need to feel your best. If you want to have the energy and motivation to ambitiously grow your business, or get promoted at work, you need to feel your best. And you can only feel your best when you're taking care of your health. Okay? Now, I want you to think about a day when you felt under the weather or you felt mentally drained. Did you deliver the output you'd hoped for? When you're physically sick or when your head is really cloudy It's incredibly hard to focus or even think, right? You're not your best self. If you're not prioritizing your health, you can count on the fact that you won't be able to prioritize anything else to its full potential. So if you've made your list, I want you to rework it and I want you to make sure your health is your number one. And if you haven't, well, when you do make your list, I know you're going to put health right on top. Okay, so now we're going to spend the next few minutes of today's episode, we're going to dive into how we actually make our health a priority every single day, how we get to a place where we feel like Monday is indeed our second favorite day of the week, okay? How we are momaging our time, how we are living our best freaking lives. So when you think of health, what do you think? What comes to mind for you? Is it working out? Is it eating salads? Is it doing yoga? Like what exactly does it look like in your world? I think most people, when they think of a healthy lifestyle, they automatically think about their physical health, right? Are they in good shape? Are they at a healthy weight? Are they eating a healthy diet? And yes, this is absolutely part of your health, but it's just that. It's part of your health. It's not all of it. It's one part. When I talk about health, I talk about three main components of your health your physical health, which we just mentioned, your mental health, like how clear your brain feels, how you're able to focus and be productive and be happy all all at the same time, and your emotional health, how connected you feel either to others or to your intuition or to your spiritual guidance. These are the three areas of health you need to ensure are being prioritized daily if you want to maximize your productivity and quality of life in everything you do. So you know me, I'm all about practicality here. So I'm going to give you some ideas now of things you can do to easily check these boxes and implement some simple daily practices that support your prioritizing these parts of your life. All right, let's start with physical health. First and foremost, you can move your body, right? This doesn't need to be an hour-long sweat fest, okay? It can be a 15 or 20-minute walk outside. It can be a quick YouTube workout you do at home. It can be taking the stairs every chance you get instead of the elevator. It can also be things like eating three vegetables a day. It can be drinking half your body weight in ounces of water. It can be limiting or even eliminating your sugar or alcohol intake. It's your decision, but it needs to be a daily priority. Next, we've got mental health. Now, there are lots of ways to take care of your mental health. So many resources out there, whether that be in individuals, programs, books, podcasts, you name it. What does taking care of your mental health? look like. It looks like stepping away from work and actually taking a break and then not filling that break with scrolling social media, but with something that supports your mental health in a more positive way. So maybe that's listening to your favorite podcast. Maybe it's this podcast. Maybe it's reading a book or watching a documentary or laughing with a friend Maybe it's just listening to a really good song or a playlist and letting your mind get lost in that. But again, it needs to be a daily priority. Okay, finally, we've got emotional health or spiritual health or soul health, whatever you want to call it. To me, this can be the hardest one for people to actually commit to. Why? Because the world is really noisy. The world is really busy. And you are really busy. Okay. Like you can justify a workout. You can justify listening to your favorite podcast. Sometimes you can even do those at the same time. You can't always justify to yourself that you have the time and space to meditate or journal or pray or even just pause and take some deep breaths. It feels extra. It feels uncomfortably slow. It feels like it's not a necessary priority, right? I know I used to have a hard time with prioritizing this part of my health all the time. Truth be told, I had a hard time prioritizing all these parts of my health at one point or another, but especially this one. In fact, it's the one I continue to work on and that's okay. Some days I'm awesome at this, others I'm still challenged by it. I think that is part of the reason why I feel so strongly I needed to share this message with you today. Okay, so all this sounds easy, but you and I both know all of this is also a lot easier said than done. When push comes to shove, you may talk the talk, but not actually walk the walk in prioritizing your health in these three areas every single day. It may feel like you have zero time to make any of it happen. It may feel like You'll get it for a day and then Tuesday comes and you're just off the wagon. But I want to share with you one more tip on how you actually make it a priority every day and keep that momentum going, even on days that feel hard. So I'm going to share another quick story and tell you how this all came to be for me. At the start of 2020, I was nearing the end of my third and final maternity leave, okay? I was a corporate executive at the time. I'd climbed the ladder almost to the top, and I was going back to work. I was also running my business, Mama Work It, which I started back in 2018, and I was, as I was gearing up to go back to work, I wanted to be able to thrive at work, thrive at home, And I knew that going back with four young kids at home, something had to change for me. And what I thought that something was at the time was my commute. So I negotiated a different schedule, a more manageable schedule that would allow me to work from home more, still maintain my work while having more hours at home to juggle mom life, grow my business, all the things. Well, what happened? A month after returning to work and feeling like I was getting a handle on this new normal, the pandemic started. We all began working from home full-time, and that was great. I was excited about that, but I also lost like my whole support system, like many other moms out there. I lost my childcare. I lost in-person school for three of my kids. I even lost the fun things I used to do at work because our industry was in such a crisis mode that I felt like my job just became one where I managed problems day in and day out. So at this point, I was juggling the roles of corporate executive, stay-at-home mom, wife to an essential worker, entrepreneur, involuntary homeschool teacher, camp counselor, chef, you name it. I was in survival mode. And until I started prioritizing my health daily, I was easily going to stay there. I knew I could not be... The professional I needed and wanted to be, the mother and wife I needed and wanted to be, the human being I needed and wanted to be if I didn't propel myself into thrive mode. And how I did that was simply writing down every single day one thing I would do to take care of my body, one thing I would do to take care of my mind, and one thing I would do to take care of my soul. That's it. I wrote it down daily. And I held myself accountable for ensuring those things were prioritized and checked off my list every single day. Now, take this a step further. I put this into practice alongside other tools and ways I was managing my time and living my life through the Word to Your Mother, A Mama's Guide to Journal Today and Slay Tomorrow Journal Planner. I took my survival experience and I turned it into a tool that has helped hundreds of women stay organized, stay positive, stay productive, stay focused, stay happy when they feel overwhelmed, tired, busy, cluttered, resentful, unable to get a handle on how to manage their time and prioritize effectively. So I'm going to link this bad boy in the show notes here, because if this is something you are lacking right now, the ability to prioritize effectively, the ability to stay on track and focusing on you, the ability to momage your time like a boss, this book might be the exact thing you need to kickstart your ability to make all of that happen. I cannot promise you using this tool or prioritizing your health will make you start loving Mondays as much as I do. But I know, I absolutely know, you are going to hate them a lot less at the very least. Okay, mamas, that is it. Manage your time. Prioritize your health, your physical, your mental, your emotional health. Get the word to your mother journal planner if that sounds like something that you need and make it a great freaking day. You've been listening to the Mama Work It podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and would love if you could take a quick minute to leave me a review on whichever platform you're listening from, and maybe even send a note to a fellow mama friend recommending it. Reviews and recs help this podcast grow and reach more like-minded, awesome moms. And if you haven't subscribed yet, don't forget to click that button so we can stay in touch, girl. By the way, if you haven't checked out the Mama Work It website, please do. There are lots of free resources and great articles there that can help you with the juggle of work life, mom life, wife life, fill in the blank life. So head on over. Thanks again for being part of the tribe. I'll see you soon. But in the meantime, keep on working it, mama.